Okay, good morning, traders. Very, very warm welcome to today's trading. The um, well, this is our pre-market trade plan session, isn't it? Of course, um, jumping ahead of myself. Uh, so this is our opportunity to be as prepared as we possibly can for today's trading opportunities. So we'll do our analysis. Um, we'll identify where we're likely to find high probability trades. We'll put together our trade plan. We'll post it into the chat box. So, of course, you can take that away with you. Uh, good morning, everyone. Hope you're all keeping well. Uh, let's get straight into it then. Please start with our risk warning. Uh, just be, as always, uh, mindful of uh, risk factors when it comes to trading these financial markets. Okay, um, all profitable traders need to consider which markets to trade. There's, there's thousands of markets to choose from. Uh, how do you focus on the right trades at the right time? Um, we've got a bit of a methodology to be able to do that. Uh, then once you've determined which markets you want to focus on, uh, where do you then want to trade? Uh, where, where do you want to get into those markets? Where do you want to get out? Uh, how do you manage risk? Uh, hopefully you've got a, a more controllable approach to risk rather than an out-of-control approach, which we quite often see from traders. Um, try to get some control over, over your exposure. Um, it's not a casino. It's not a... You're not walking in and just throwing your cash down, um, you know, and, and ultimately guessing. You want to make uh, informed decisions when you trade financial markets. So you want you want reasons to either buy a market or you want reasons to either sell. The more reasons you have, the more you stack up the odds in your favor, uh, and the likely is you the likelihood is you you've got a better opportunity to generate consistent returns. And still within that, you know, uh, that we, we you know we take a series of of, of losing trades. So. You know, it is about being consistent over time uh, and things like being able to manage risk and manage your trades to successful outcomes and make uh, relatively consistent decisions on that um, really helps. Trend psychology as well, all important features, of course. Uh, and we can we, we, we address these considerations live every day in our trade rooms. Um, so that's where the real sort of value to being able to, to make consistent decisions and, and to... Uh, conduct yourself properly in these environments really come in uh, and we're strong advocates of of being consistent in those decisions uh, being accurate with the levels we're using uh, being disciplined with our capital and of course being patient as well so let's start with a, a review of potential market moving news then so we'll um we'll bring up forex factory so um you might be wondering why these markets are are making strong moves uh, to the upside there's a really buoyant uh, response to friday's news and uh, just to try and explain it and, and sometimes these markets can remain um, illogical uh, periods and this is one of those periods so if i draw your attention let me just highlight it down here um, we'll take this off so 1.30, we're looking at this particular news event down here. There's charts and information on this event, but also it's worth just identifying uh, this ISM services number. So to just try and get to grips with this market, we had uh, the, the non-farm payroll number and the unemployment level come down really quite significantly. So, and the non-farm payroll number and if we go back we look at adp number as well from the thursday uh coming in way above expectations 
So these news events are very, very bearish for markets, in our opinion, because it, it drives and it forces uh, the central bank, the Fed, to actually continue on its higher for longer uh, pathway. And increasing rates is not a good condition for, um, for individual stocks. And it's not good for the markets more broadly. The cost of, of doing business starts to increase significantly. And um, I suppose the Fed are scratching their heads in terms of they're trying to navigate and, and control a bit of a downward spiral for the markets. We're entering recession. And the problem is with numbers like these, they don't really help the situation. So with these two numbers, we'd expect actually a strong move to the downside for these markets. Now, the only bit of, bit of good news is the fact that um, average hourly earnings has actually come down marginally. We're expecting 0.4 in terms of wage growth. It's actually come down. So that is, uh, I suppose, a very mild positive. So you've got these two, you've got these three numbers. And broadly speaking, we would expect further downside from these markets off this news event. As you know, the initial reaction was very positive and um, continued to, to be so really uh, as Friday unfolded. But then we have the ISM services PMI numbers um, and that came in way below expectations. So this ironically is bad news, which is, is technically good news for these markets. So we've got this sort of conflicting, we've got worsening economic data, um, but we've got a really positive jobs number and the Fed are trying to navigate both. They're trying to actually put pressure on the jobs market, less people have jobs, they're, they're not likely to pay the higher prices um, and therefore uh, inflation is likely to stay stubbornly high, which means the Fed need to increase rates and keep rates at higher for longer, which is what they're saying they're doing. Except the market right now is not believing that narrative. Um, it, it's, it's sort of, it's going against the Fed almost. And um, that's what we're concerned about. We're concerned about those trades. And we heard things like, selling fatigue so we had such a positive reaction from the financial markets on friday because people are fed up with making money to the downside i mean that's a that's a ridiculous uh i suppose bit of bit of journalism really more than anything so um we've got this all here uh it's slightly upside down information you could really look and you'd have every reason to start selling these markets uh, but what we what we need to go with is the the buying pressures that we're seeing. So that's just a little bit of trying to break down exactly kind of where we're at with these markets. So oh, the other thing is that I just want to mention just today's uh, news. So we'll uh, so that was last Friday, and let's just have a quick look at today's news. So we've got Monday, uh, the 9th of January now. Um, so it's a bank holiday across um, in Japan. So they now have um, coming of age day uh, in Japan. So they're taking the day off. And as you can see, nothing of any major concern, really. Um, I suppose we're now shifting back towards Fed policies now uh, globally. So we'll be hearing from the, the governor and the, uh, the BOC on Tuesday. We'll have Fed Chair Jerome Powell. Um, we've got very important uh, 
inflation data coming out of the US, that's going to be its next focus. And they're expecting actually a strong, and, and I suppose this is ultimately what's, what's, what's driving uh, these higher markets is the fact that we seem to be having a really positive impact uh, on, on inflation. Uh, the, the core PCI, uh, CPI, uh, excluding uh, energy and food doesn't seem to be moving uh, in the same direction. So we're talking about the fact that these oil prices are taking a roll to the downside, that that's having kind of ultimately uh, energy is having and a milder uh, winter in Europe as well. Currently, it's all supporting, uh, I suppose, lower inflation short term. Uh, we're finishing off with GDP numbers out of the UK and then consumer sentiment numbers uh, from the US. So it's kind of broadly a mixed bag. Uh, but today, as you can see, nothing of any major concern, lots of little individual smaller news events to, to consider, but nothing uh, of any major um, impact for these markets. So it's really the, the macro events which are driving these markets really quite significantly. Okay, so for those of you that were trading with us on Friday, we were suggesting we were in this little tight range and a breakout above this level would give us a decent opportunity to the upside. We're running into these very important levels. Um, and the same situation really applies across the board. Um, we're just about sort of getting close to breaking out to these levels, but we just wanna just monitor this market up at these highs just want to just keep an eye on prices at these highs if we do get a clearance of these levels then we will be looking for some continuation at that point so um i suppose we're a little bit concerned about pulling the trigger running on into all these lows as far as the s p is concerned um so that's the first place to start is do we want to be buying into into this type of setup it doesn't really bode too well for us um, and the style and the way that we trade markets. Similar situation with the Dow Jones, really positive day on Friday. Uh, again, for very tentative reasons, you know, reasons that are not crying out to be jumping into this trade to the upside. Um, there's your NASDAQ trade, really positive on Friday. We're just running into these highs, aren't we? Um, I suppose there's a, there's a, there's a technical reason to get into this trade above 11,100. We're just struggling to try and get above that level. That's the problem. So we did get this move in the end on Monday. We were wondering whether we would. You can see the, the long-term sort of um, resistance levels that's sitting in this in this price. It looks like we're going to come back into this, this little zone now pretty soon. Uh, maybe there's an opportunity to buy around this price again if, if prices come back. The DAX, again, we've, we've kind of cleaned out above this level. There's a lot of potential support uh, resistance levels at just these slightly higher prices. Again, we'd have to go back to, uh, to the end of 2021, but there's potential resistance at these levels as well. And we spoke about the potential for a, a bit of a bounce. Uh, you can see the times and the this is why we really like support resistance. You can see the number of times that these markets have bounced off this exact price, uh, 25,583. So each and every time you get that, that 
turnaround trade kick in and we've seen it again now on Friday um, now we were very hesitant on Friday for all these reasons that we've already discussed we were very very tentative um, we were really interested in that risk off trade and that started to unfold as the news filtered through so it just it's another good example of how to be uh, you want to be quite tactical going into these news events uh, because you can get you know a hundred pip swing very very easily, and um, that's just the, I suppose the nature of these markets. So potential um, further buying short term, although we don't really have the follow through just yet. Um, getting a little bit of a bounce last few days in Bitcoin. It's still um, a nightmare market for traders really. Uh, okay, so indices running into resistance this is the problem we've got with this market so technically not a great not a great setup now potential buy trade in us oil um we're sort of trading around that sort of 75 dollar level we're down at these lower levels so I suppose we can look for short-term buying opportunities when we get them, short-term selling opportunities when we get them. But um, the 75.65 is an interesting buying price for oil. If I just put in this sort of crude uh, uh, upper trend line, the lower trend line as well, you can see that the overall bias looks like it's it's potentially pushing a little bit higher and then probably getting the the bigger move to the downside so um short term buy trade potentially slightly longer term uh sell trade okay gold is the interesting market um we saw the dollar really weaken on friday which is kind of supporting uh gold prices We've got this lower trend line uh supporting these levels but we're up at these high these highs now at this at this point and um, you see this is the resistance level is probably slightly higher in and around uh, the 1887 we're probably ten ten dollars away from kind of running into these slightly stronger so the 1890 would be a kind of a stronger level of resistance than these current prices so oil and gold although we do have a bias and i suppose the um, the us indices are probably in the same boat we potentially uh, would be looking for some buying opportunities in those trades but the price action is a little bit a little bit tentative at the moment so it's a, it's a, it's a difficult trade to really get into with a with a high conviction so we always look for high probability trades and we would certainly uh, regard current price action as more of a medium probability trade there's 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 problems with the trade so with all of these trades we want to get we want to stack up the reasons for getting into that trade um and the more reasons we have the better and you know we can look at market fundamentals sentiment technicals and we want to end up with that final decision which is uh which is really easy to kind of work with what we're dealing with at the moment is there's a couple of sort of positive aspects a couple of negative 
Um, and the analysis is, 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 is in that sort of fashion. And we're, we're left with a little bit more of a question mark than we are either a buy or a sell. Um, so we don't really have, uh, we're not able to make these decisions easily. We've got this type of market condition, you know, really, um, I suppose, negative economic data out of the US, uh, positive jobs, and uh, the numbers of jobs available in America are, are really quite, quite staggering. So there's, there's positive aspects, negative aspects, and it leaves us with, unfortunately, trading decisions which we're not too comfortable with. And that's, the, uh, that's how we're looking at these markets. So we saw an awful lot of um, dollar <coughs> weakness on Friday. You can see all these markets were, were actually rolling over and that dollar was really beginning to strengthen. Uh, now we're looking at markets which are... Um, are not as positive. So it was a bit of a, it was a very, very turbulent and choppy trading day. The dollar was strengthening really quite significantly. And we ran into that news event, that jobs numbers, and then things reversed really significantly as well. And we've seen a bit of continuation overnight. So similar analysis, really, we, we, we started to make new highs. We were looking really bullish at this point. And then prices started to roll back over to the downside. Um, and now it's looking like it's finding a little bit of support again. So we, we mentioned on Friday that we're, we're, really, we're really finding it difficult to get into the, uh, the dollar weakness trade. We planned for markets to move the other direction. Uh, and sometimes when markets move like this, you want to just go, hold on a minute. Some of the fundamentals don't really stack up behind the trade. Yes, we are seeing a lot of uh, volume and activity in that direction, but we're not comfortable with it. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't feel right. It doesn't, it doesn't look right. And that's what we saw on Friday. We saw a big, uh, it's called the FU trade. And it, it does that because it just chews people up and spits them out. And if you can be... If you can preserve capital during days like that, you know, especially with high volume days where there's arguments to support market moves in, in both directions. It never seems like a good decision for us to, to, to go all in on, on in, in trades like that. So what we often do in our experiences is just pause during days like Friday, um, you know, where we're, we're making new highs and then prices reverse completely. And now we find ourselves threatening to make new lows. And look, this is this is the other part to it. You can see the, the, the bullish price action, the bearish, the bullish, the bearish, and that that's probably likely to continue. So we'll see how these markets, you know, play out over the coming days. But really, you know, we're still trading inside this little this little zone here. And a breakout to the upside will give us a strong buy trade. A breakout eventually further downside in favor of the Swiss franc would give us a good sell trade. It's just at the moment, we're in between those two decision-making points. Okay, the dollar CAD. Um, we've been in this little sort of really tight and messy range now for a little while. And we're looking at you know, we've got these highs in here. Um, 
So we'd probably look for a little move into this little zone just uh, at these levels. Okay, just, um, just trying to build a coherent picture. It's hard to build a coherent picture. We might look at the dollar CAD, the Aussie and the New Zealand, uh, which are potentially giving us some, uh, some dollar, and that would be going with Friday's positioning. Euro pound. So I suppose the question becomes, do we have a, a really strong conviction either way? This potentially this market has the potential to pull back into this little zone. Uh, it's just tough decision making. Euro, Euro yen. Not, not a great quality setup. Same situation with the. So we had this. Uh, if we just sort of take this analysis back a little bit, we had we had this little zone in here, and of course, then we saw the breakout to the downside, a little pullback further downside. So our bias is. is So we had this false breakout trade followed by the reversal. Um, and now we're in this little stage here where we're, we're kind of pulling back off the lows. So the next trade we'd be looking for is that. A little pullback and then next trade, you know, perhaps even down to these lows again. And that's the pound yen. So we'd be looking for a little bit of short-term yen strength except we're currently seeing yen weakness. See, we're running into these levels in here. So this was an important piece of price action. It was the beginning and the trigger of this little, little downward move. And now we've kind of bounced out of that level. So we've done our analysis on this many times. You know, we, we broke out of this this little this little spot in here, started to drive prices to the upside, and we're at the, the top end of that. But now we're coming back into this little zone in here, which is strong resistance. So it's only slightly above this level. And then when we get into that little zone, we'll be actually looking for a bit of a corrective move. Sorry, a bit of a corrective move. So um Again, just reasons to be a little bit more tentative. Okay, we're gonna run with that narrative. Okay, let's do that then. So, so today's trade plan. Uh, 
So we were looking for that risk off trade on uh, Monday, market risk. We've got tentative risk on market conditions. Okay, so um, okay, so let's take note of these these numbers then. Um, so dollar CAD. To the downside below the one thirty four thirty three Aussie dollar to the upside above the sixty eight ninety four and the New Zealand dollar um, above the uh, sixty three seventy two. Sixty-three seventy-two. Um, I suppose the only short-term buying opportunity is potentially in gold. Uh, sorry, in 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 oil. We just don't really have a a great quality entry in it. So look, we'll we'll leave it. Uh, we only want to to identify sort of higher probability trades. So. Um, so you, Dollar CAD looking to uh, sell sell below one thirty four one thirty four thirty three. Now we're looking at the Aussie dollar, except we're looking to buy the Aussie dollar. by above we want to get above and below these levels we don't want to sort of well we're kind of trading at these levels as things go to stand and at 6894 6894 um, Seventy two. 
Right. I think I think that's kind of our, our positioning, really. Uh, so let's post this into the chat box, of course, um, and we'll uh, we'll wrap it up there, guys. If there's any questions, of course, uh, feel free to post them. We will uh, answer any questions you have. Feel free to post them into the chat box if you need. Um, if not, thanks very much for joining us, guys. Your trade plan is there. So we are looking. Let me just take you back just briefly. Whoops. Okay, so we've got a, quite a tentative risk on market condition at the moment. So Friday's move but is by no means that convincing for us. Uh, we're still sort of, sort of dubious about these markets currently. However, we can look to go with that momentum to a certain degree, looking more so at your commodity currencies, like the, the Canadian dollar looking to sell the dollar CAD below the 134.33. We're looking to buy the Aussie dollar above the 68.94 and we're looking to buy the New Zealand dollar above the 63.72 level. But do please note that currently there are reasons to trade these markets in both directions. So be careful. So if we go and trade these markets currently on the screen, we will be only um, uh, looking to go with that momentum. Uh, and it's probably more of a technical type trade, which means we're probably looking to reduce trade size a little bit on these on these individual trades. So we'll have a look at these in more detail in our trade room. So if you want to join us for that, uh, do so and you'll see what sort of decision we make about trades just like this, which are a little bit more precarious than perhaps we would like them to be. So we trade these markets live every day at 8 a.m. and again at 12.45 p.m. Uh, these are all UK times. So... Um, uh, you're very welcome to join us if you can. Uh, for more information, just go to thelivetrader.com and you can ask any questions you have there if you need. Great stuff. On that note, guys, thanks so much for joining us. Take care. We're going to switch rooms now, so we'll see you on the live trade rooms uh, very shortly. So for everyone here, take care. Bye for now.